Good morning. I'm Sarah French. I'm Ben Thompson. This is WCNC Charlotte to go. Here are your top stories. We begin right now with an update to a story we first brought you on Tuesday. CMPD says they've arrested one person and are looking for two more suspects in connection to a string of car break-ins this week in Charlotte. This is, was the scene for hundreds of people this past week. WCNC Charlotte's Richard Vane is live for us this morning in Dilworth. And Richard, you've been digging through the police report. What do we know about the suspect so far? Well, we know that police identified at least two of these suspects. Good morning, Ben. Good Thursday morning, everyone. But none of them are in police custody as of yet. And that makes folks here in Dilworth and other areas where people have their cars concerned this morning. That's because police say that they were able to arrest or to get into custody one of those people who actually came in with his mother. He came in after that string of... Um, car thefts, a hundred, more than 150 cars in all vandalized or stolen from in the Dilworth area alone. That's in the Providence Division here. Police say that young man, a teen, came into police headquarters with his mother to give himself up. But the uh, justice, the juvenile justice department denied the request for police to take him into custody per se, allowing him to go to return home with his mother. Now there is another person, uh, Hannah Freeman, who, who, uh, who police say they are actually tried to also arrest in connection with these crimes. They say she was able to elude police uh, after a high speed chase in a stolen car. All of this, as you can well imagine, has folks who have own cars picking up the pieces and dealing with the fallout. Now I just had to pay $400 to go get my window fixed. It was like clockwork, like every single window of everybody's car, um, except that top level had been smashed. It's kind of ridiculous that I can't leave my car at home. Yeah, and it's a little bit more ridiculous the fact that those people are still on the on the run from police this morning. That one person, that team, police know who he is. They know who a woman is. There was a third suspect that they're trying to identify. They haven't as yet. They say this is still an ongoing investigation. Uh, of course, right now, police say if anyone has information about these car thefts, to give police a call, and they'll try to get those suspects into custody. We're in Dilworth. This is Richard Devane for WCNC Charlotte. Turning to more today's top stories in your morning rush. A Rowan County man waking up behind bars this morning after police say he sexually abused a five-year-old. 60-year-old Martin Cordell was arrested yesterday after deputies say the victim's parents came forward about their concerns earlier this month. We're told Cordell knew the child and had frequent access to them. He's in jail on a $75,000 bond. Good morning, I'm Destiny Richards. As respiratory illnesses continue to surge in the Carolinas, more hospitals are announcing visitor restrictions. Caremont Health is restricting visitors under age 13, and Iredell Health says no visitors under 14 permitted at its Memorial Hospital. Health officials say some exceptions can be made in the case of visiting a family member receiving end-of-life care. I'm Bree Jackson in Washington, a grim milestone in Gaza. Hamas authorities say the death toll is now an estimated 20,000. And as the U.S. continues to show its support for Israel, there's mounting pressure for a truce in Gaza and a new hostage deal. Overnight, the U.N. Security Council failed to agree on a ceasefire resolution that the U.S. would not veto. The council is set to meet again today. The city of Gastonia will continue its lawsuit against the owner of the Honey Hunters. 
That's after a bankruptcy judge gave the city the green light to move forward. The group that owns the Honey Hunters filed for Chapter 11 bankruptcy earlier this month. The city sued the ownership group, hoping to kick them out of Caremont Health Park. This morning, open office space in Charlotte is at a high. A recent report by Commercial Real Estate Group CoStar shows the office vacancy rate in Charlotte is nearly 13%. That's a 5.5% increase since 2019. But while demand has declined, supply remains high. City leaders and real estate developers now must decide what's next if these spaces remain empty too long. And that's it for your morning rush. It is time to connect the dots. When we make the news, make sense. Christmas now just four days away, and many of us will probably be part of a secret Santa gift exchange. Its history is actually tied to a tradition right here in North Carolina. Turns out there's a secret behind Secret Santa. Let's connect the dots. The idea first started in 1925 at a Nebraska sorority. Members would receive Christmas gifts from a mystery sister. By the 1980s, the anonymous gift swaps were popular on most college campuses. That included UNC Chapel Hill. Sororities and fraternities would go around campus secretly leaving gifts at each other's dorms. On the last day before winter break, there would be a party where each secret Santa got revealed. The trend quickly spread to grade schools, churches, and even on TV shows like The Office. Today, many families have adopted it into their annual holiday traditions. And that is Connecting the Dots. Now to the day's checklist. Here are three stories worth knowing about today. One, four people from North Carolina are being given a second chance this morning after being pardoned by Governor Cooper. In a statement, the governor said he carefully reviewed each of their cases. In just a couple hours, Medic will be at the Ronald McDonald House to cook and serve holiday meals to families. They also We'll be wrapping uh, today donations and have an ambulance outside for folks to tour when they drop off those donations. This event follows a big push from Medic to collect toys for kids in our area. And number three, controversial social media parlor planning to make a comeback. It shut down in April after a string of controversies related to hate speech. Parlor originally launched in 2018 and was popular with conservative audiences in its prime. It plans to relaunch early next year. Here's what's happening across the Carolinas. Two people are dead after a head-on crash in upstate South Carolina Wednesday night. Authorities said one vehicle was traveling south on Greer Highway and the other traveling north when they hit head-on. Highway Patrol is still investigating. Multiple dogs are dead and two people are without a home this morning after a house fire in Thomasville. Fire crews said 18 dogs died in the fire. Residents were treated at a nearby hospital and are expected to be okay. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Two men rescued off the coast of South Carolina. The U.S. Coast Guard rescuing the two Tuesday night more than 30 miles from Charleston. We're told they sent out a mayday call because their fishing boat capsized. And that's what's happening across the Carolinas. Thanks for listening. You can find all these stories and more at WCNC.com. Join the WCNC Charlotte team weekday mornings from 4.30 to 7 a.m. Like and subscribe to our podcast and tell a friend.